Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mean Old Lion Media presents Wardrobe Boss. Hi there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Wardrobe Boss podcast. I'm your mistress of ceremonies, Eliza Perilla, and I am the Wardrobe Boss. As a personal stylist, I'm here to encourage individuals to discover and love their own personal brand of signature style. And today you may want to take some notes because we're discussing summer wardrobe, do's and don'ts with author, comedian, and the host of her own podcast, Oh No Girl Yes, Eunice Elliott. Eunice, thank you for joining the conversation. Thank you. I feel honored and a little intimidated to be here, but I'm, I'm ready. Oh no, please, by all means. I mean, I, I, you have a great, you know, for comedians, right? It's interesting to me because I have this idea of comedians that when they're broke, they don't know how to dress, but then when they get money, they do, right? And that's not a judgment, all right? It's just, that's what I see comedians as. But you're not one of those. You, I like how you incorporate color. I just like that you have a style and I appreciate that. Oh, well, thank you. I think that's also a way you calling me broke too, Eliza. What's going on? No, 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 absolutely not. I mean, please, your hustle game, you, what have you not done? If you're an author, like of books that sell, you're a comedian <laughs> of a huge show. So oh, no. no, I'm messing with you. Well, I will say when, when you do see the broke comedians, when they start making money, they can hire somebody that puts them in clothing. And then also when they start, you know, when anyone starts getting a higher profile, you have people coming at you saying, hey, let me dress you. Right. Let me put this on. So it kind of works out. But what I have learned growing up as a poor child in Alabama of a single mother of four kids is that you can't buy taste. And so even though we couldn't yes. have a lot of the fashions that uh, I wanted growing up, the trendy things, when we would go school shopping, I would pick out things and my mom would congratulate me for having great taste and then inform me we couldn't afford it so she would say but you have great taste and you can't buy great taste so one day when you can't afford things you will have these things yes but when you have great taste another good thing about that is that you know how to improvise to use your taste level with your budget in accordance with your budget yes I shop at Walmart, I shop at Target, I shop at all of the uh, the Rosses, the TJ Maxxes, and right. uh, I, I'm conditioned to not grab the thing that is 25 more of them on the rack, you know, so it's a lot of things you can do to not spend a lot of money, but once you actually start incorporating your personality in your style, no yes. one will ever look like you look in the exact same outfit. And I'm so glad you said that. You know, my cousin sent me a picture yesterday. She's in her 50s, but she has a gorgeous body. And she always buys the, because she shops at Marshalls. She's like the queen of Marshalls. She's, she can go in there and find anything in four seconds. She really is. And she shows me two dresses that look really nice on her, but there's a theme in her dresses. And the theme is sometimes darker colors or muted colors. And I know it's because she's buying what the store has. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, enough with those colors. I don't want to see a black and white print or anything on you for the rest of the summer. And she said, but that's all they had. Well, then you have to be more creative because yeah. 
she has a gorgeous body. And so I, that that should be one of our first dues right there, right? If you shop at Marshalls, TJ Maxx, wherever you shop, please get out of your winter color zone. And if they only have like muted tones and browns and colors that don't pop, just leave it on the shelf. It doesn't matter if it's $35, unless it looks so amazing on you and there's something in your closet and, and you don't have something already like it in your closet, then I say go for it. But if you look at your clothing for your summer and you're like, hmm, it doesn't make me happy. It's not mm-hmm. shiny. It's not, then just don't do it. I but agree. we'll right there. So I live in New York and I know you live between two states. I'm usually between New York and California and you're usually between Atlanta and Birmingham, correct? Yes. Yes. So New York is a walking city and I know parts of Atlanta are too. And so I see, listen, we're in spring. We're not even in summer. And I've already seen craziness on the streets. Things that I'm like, oh my gosh, is this where we're heading? The, you know, that weather hasn't even fully broke. And it's not here to say, hey, I know everything. I'm judging you. Don't do this, girl. Don't do that, mister. I'm just trying to be helpful because sometimes we really don't know how we look. And I know that to be true as a result of what I see on the streets here. So is there any... It, it's not so much they don't know how they look. They think what they're doing looks good or is, is you know, is what, you know, it looks different in a mirror versus when you take a picture, right? So sometimes even our own hair and makeup, we think we look one way and then we see a picture and we're like, wait, that's not how I meant for people to consume me. So I think a lot of times people who are getting it wrong, if they made an effort, just don't realize what we're consuming. And I think lighting has a lot to do with it, too. Um, You know, it just it does. The light from outside is very different from the light in your bathroom when you're putting on your makeup. Very different from the light in your closet and very different from the light in the store. So we'll definitely um, touch on that. But that is a huge thing. Uh Is there anything that you're seeing out there that you're like, Lord, help us, please? Anything. Yes, quite a bit. Um, You know, I've always hesitated to buy into these ideas of what's age appropriate. Right. So like when you get to be a certain age as a woman specifically, uh, you know, oh, you shouldn't wear that anymore because of this age. Um, I've always kind of balked at that because I feel like as long as you feel good and you look good, wear what makes you happy. But I think on both men and women's sides, I have gotten to a point now where I would like for people to dress in a way that seems like they've evolved as people. So when I see a mature man dressed in baggy pants and jerseys and athletic gear all the time, it's like he hasn't really probably evolved his style. I'm curious, has he evolved as a person? And so I feel the same thing about women. Um, wear what you want to wear, but I, I hope we can evolve out of the, uh, what is the new thing? It's like a biking short set, like a short set of uh, yes. like spandex and then like fluffy or fuzzy um, slide-ins. Yeah. And, um, you know, I have a 24-year-old that I do some work with and she told me she had done all the shopping and she said, you know, she bought several biking outfits. Now at 24 and on her size, that's what she would wear. That's, you know, it's simple, it's easy breezy. She looks like a young lady wearing it. I would not do that at 45. And so I think sometimes we just need to evolve as people and then our style reflects who we are on the inside. 
Yeah, that's a great point because one of my don'ts is, and I'll just make this my first don't, which is great. One of my don'ts is not to wear ill-fitting clothing. Hmm. Okay, so there's two things here. Um, you know, not only is it that the first, if you wear ill-fitting clothing, the first that's the first thing people will notice, right? So you're trying to like hide something that is going to be more noticeable, and it does attract negative attention. So unless you're a person who needs this much attention, then I would definitely say use this advice. And you're right about, I like how you pair maturity with style evolving, because I do think that's a thing. There are things that certain people can wear and there are things that other people can't wear. So like a high-waisted jean, the high-waisted acid wash jeans look amazing on, you know, girls in their late teens and girls in their 20s. But at a certain body type, can't wear it because it doesn't look good on you. So everything is not for everybody. One of my do's is make sure that whatever age you are, you're having fun. And if you're 40 something years old and you're a woman and a crop top looks good on you because you have the body to pull it off, then I say wear it as long as it's tastefully done and you don't look like I want half of my boobs to be hanging out, you know, on the bottom, that look, I don't know what that's about. But um, as I was sitting in a restaurant the other day, there was a woman across from me with her boyfriend with half of her bottom boob out. Oh and I don't understand why that's necessary. But so I say, if yes, if you're a certain age and you want to wear a certain trend, go ahead. But just make sure that you're wearing it and it's not wearing you and you're not looking ridiculous in it. I agree. And even when you give the example of like the high-waisted acid jeans that we used to wear, right. the problem with it as far as that age is when young people wear it, they're almost being ironic in their fashion. You know, that they're wearing these mom jeans. But once you're actually a mom, you lose the irony in that fashion choice. You just look like you are a mom <laughs> in jeans. And right. so I think that's also the same thing with the, uh, the crop tops. You know, as long as you look intentional with the fit of your clothing, then you can probably get away with it. But if you look right. like you have outgrown your clothing, then no, now we're, and, and it's not even about, you know, saying you need to be a certain size. It just needs to look like this is an intentional look and just not that it doesn't fit. Right. And the whole biking thing, I see it. Okay. I remember it from the eighties. I had the body for it, but it was never my thing. And I agree with you. I feel like if you're going to do it and if you're a person of, a, and I'm not saying a certain age should wear certain clothes. So I'm not saying right. that, but I'm right. saying if you're a person of a certain age and you show up to brunch with the biking outfit and clearly you're not going biking, right? then you might look silly. But mm -hmm. if my niece, who's 22 years old and, you know, 102 pounds and gorgeous shows up with that look, you know, it's a style thing. It's not, I'm going biking. Right. So it's two different things, right? One of the things, well, and I just want to go by things that I saw just this past week that I was like, oh my gosh. So one of my don'ts is don't forget proper undergarments. You know, undergarments are different in the winter than they are in the summer. We wear less clothing. We wear lighter fabrics, blah, 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 blah. They're very different. So the first thing I say is if anyone needs to replenish your Spanx, your bras, your strapless bras, do all of that because your summer wardrobe is not going to work without those things. And even if you have those covers that, they, that it's not a full bra, but it's just a bra that covers your areola, just get that in place get it in order and have it ready to go because you know you're not going to feel confident if if you're feeling 
if you're feeling confident and you're walking down the street, but you're looking crazy, then it's two different things. Okay. And, um, I was, I saw this woman walking down the street this past week, you know, the summer we've had a couple of nice days here in New York. Summer's not here, but we've had a couple of nice days and she looked really nice. And she had this beautiful white dress on. And I guess she didn't tell that even though it had like a slip part of the dress, you could see right through both layers and you can see the color of her underwear. You can see every dimple that she had. And I don't think that that was intentional. I don't think that was her point. And so I just say, be be careful because you want to feel good. But if no one is there to tell you you're looking crazy, that because it doesn't look good. I'm sorry. It doesn't look good. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. If it don't look good, it don't look good. That's it. And so, you know what? That, that's a question I had uh, just last week in the airport. There was a woman who was a larger size woman. She had on some pink leggings and underneath the pink leggings were like a black underpant with flowers on it. And so it was so visible through the stretch of the pink fabric that I was standing behind her in a security line at the airport thinking, there's no way she does not know we can all see her black floral panties through these, you know, there's no way. And Mm -hmm. then I'm thinking, so is this the look? Like, is this the intention is to be able to see the flowers on the panties through the pink leggings? Because all of it looked bad, but there was no way that you would put those on and put those leggings on top and and think that was the answer. And I almost wanted to ask her, hey, is that is that the look? Yeah. Because what is this? And I totally understand that because there are so many times that I want to ask people, hey, like I really wanted to say to that woman, you know, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but you can see right through it. But then you don't want to offend anybody, right? Right. Because you don't want them to think so. It's a it's a very fine line. And I think sometimes with these leggings, when you buy them and I'm not being funny, but sometimes you buy them and they look like they have full coverage. But when you put them on a real body, it looks different. So right. another one of my don'ts is, I'm, I'm sure you've seen this, is this is like, I just want to vomit. It's <laughs> called a TikTok scrunch butt. Yes. Rouge butt lifting legging. Yes. This legging I see everywhere in New York. And every time I see somebody with them on, I just want to scream. And I wish I had like, I don't know, a taser or something. <laughs> Want to shoot up in the air, something to make them turn around and look at me and wonder why I have this ridiculous look of anger and disgust on my face. Because first of all, um, these pants are hideous. Okay. I'm just going to say what it is. The pants are hideous. They, I've never seen them. I've seen many different body types on the streets wearing these pants. Not one of them, their butt looks fabulous. Not one of them. The first thing you notice about these TikTok pants is that they look cheap. And I don't care what manufacturer is making them. They look cheap, people. They look terrible. Don't wear them. Because this is probably, who knows if this is the pant that you're talking about, right? That this woman thinks she looks great, but now you can see her whole pant. Yeah, the pants almost kind of seem like someone took a sheet of bubble wrap and cut it in half. And then they ruched the seam in the butt. So that's what people get excited about is that ruching of the seam. And it gives the appearance of having a a larger butt, I guess, is the draw of these pants. Right, it is. 
Yeah. But when you have a great body and a great behinds, your butt's going to look great in anything. And you're the kind of person who can wear that pant because that's going to look better on your butt. But if you're the kind of person who's like, well, but I want to wear them because I want my butt to look good and your butt doesn't look good, then they don't look good. So I just, and they look cheap. The first thing I notice about them, even if someone's butt looks amazing, when I see them all over the gram and girls' butts look good, to me, they're still hideous. But if your butt looks good, you just can't argue with a good looking butt, right? Right. This is true. And and just like you said, with leggings of that type, that type doesn't seem like it would be any kind of full coverage, but any type of fabric, uh, stretch fabric that is pulled to an nth of its life uh, is going to be clear. You can make a sock see-through if you pull the cotton further enough apart. And so I think that's the science lesson. People don't understand that, oh yes, these leggings seem opaque, but once you have spread them across your butt, I can see your crack. Exactly. And nobody wants to see that. So in case someone's listening and they're like, well, I just don't care. Well, we do because we don't want to see it. So maybe if you want to do that at home, Go ahead, but you're hurting the rest of us out here and we don't want to see it. It's not attractive. You don't look attractive and it's only going to attract negative attention if that's what you want. So, you know, who's to know if these people know? Because sometimes I wonder myself, like, did you look at yourself? Are you doing this on purpose and thinking you look cute? Some people, no matter what we do, maybe they just won't accept the help or they don't care. There's a big contingency of I don't care out there. I was going to say, that's the thing is I don't know if it's I don't care or everyone's doing it or I think it looks good because then I can think of how many young people I've seen if I'm just driving up and down the road, specifically in Atlanta with the bike and shorts, short set, the (laughs) furry slippers and a bonnet on their head. Now, when I first started seeing people with bonnets in public, you know, there is the thought of, oh, does she realize she... I think she forgot, you know, but now you realize, no, this is what people do. This is what they look like intentionally. And I don't know if it's because they think it looks good or they like to say, oh, I don't care. I'll be glam tonight. You know, they just walk around as the before picture. I'm not sure the mindset of it. (laughs) It's it's prevalent though, right? Because it's not just one person doing it. No, it's absolutely prevalent. And I think the mindset comes from I'm anybody type and I'm going to wear anything I want. And no one's telling you not to wear anything you want, but not every article of clothing or every style or every trend is for everybody type. There are certain things I can't wear. So when you're wearing something that's not for your body type and it clearly doesn't look good on you. It's just not going to look good. And I think that people are taking the whole women's empowerment thing to mean like, if I tell you, Eunice, you know, that didn't look good on you. Even if it's a private conversation, just you and I, now all of a sudden it's offended culture, it's cancel culture, and you're body shaming me. Right. And we're not here body shaming anybody. If anything, it's the exact opposite. I'm here trying to encourage, this is what I do for a living. I tell people what to wear. I show them what brands look good on them, what cuts look good on them, what fit looks good on them. So they feel great about themselves. Okay. Lizzo is a beautiful woman and I think she can get away with half the stuff that she does because she's an artist, but I'm, I'm sure that, you know, when she's walking with half her butt cheeks out, nobody wants to see that, whether it's her or anybody else. I'm not saying because it's her. It could be any woman of any size. It can be a girl who's, you know, beautiful and tall. And does, does, do you really want to see somebody else's butt or boob or hanging? I don't. 
I'm going to tell you, I I kid you not, Saturday, this Saturday that passed, the weather exploded. It was beautiful. I really needed some air. So I went to have brunch with my cousin here in New York City. We were downtown in the East Village and it was beautiful because it was an explosion of people. And I saw so many like fashions. I was so happy to see this. And we're sitting down and I see this man walking towards us. But what attracted me to look at him was the look on his face. He looked so serious and so like, I don't know. And it was just weird. So he was close to me and, you know, because all the restaurants are out on the sidewalk now. And as he passed by me, he had the distressed jeans all cut up. They were cut up to above his crotch. Mm. Holes were above his crotch. He intentionally had no underwear on and I saw everything as he passed on the three seconds it took for him to pass me by. Oh, wow. Was it necessary for me to see all of that? Is it necessary that some people need this much attention? I don't think negative attention makes you celebrate the best version of yourselves. And, you know, I hope I'm not sounding like, you know, you're a jerk or you just you're so um, you're not letting people live or, you know, it's not about that. This is what I do for a living. I just really want I love when I help someone look their best because you know what happens? It's not about what they're wearing. It's about their confidence shining through. And when I get them to that point and when we go from a place of, oh my gosh, I just don't know what to wear. I'm not feeling my body right now. I'm blah, blah, to a place where they're like, I didn't even know this was in me right here, right now. Like that is such a um, beauty for ashes thing for me. Like, I love it. It's just, it's the best part of what I do. So when I see people that have the, I don't care attitude, but for the wrong reason, because you think it's women's empowerment, just here to tell you that sometimes it's not that. Right. And you know what? That's that's just a societal issue at this point. You have to think of um, some of the richest people <laughs> got their start from a sex tape from one family member. Yes, yes, yes. And so when we talk about negative attention, what's deemed negative now? You know, it used to be a time you didn't want somebody to know who you slept with. And now I'm selling my story to the blogs or now that's why I'm on a TV show because I slept with such and such. I'm such and such as ex or I have a baby with such and such. So that's a societal thing that, you know, that guy with the shredded jeans and his little people's, you know, visible. That's what people do. And they don't care that we would deem it negative or that it's too much. This is what people do for attention. You know, you ask young people now what they want to be. They don't say lawyers and doctors. They say, I want to be a YouTube creator. I want to be an influencer. Because they see that those people are valued higher. And not because they're great, upstanding citizens, not because they cover their bodies, not because they don't make bad choices. They're celebrated for all of the mess. And so then people get on a show called Bad Girls Club and they try to be the baddest girl, you know. Right. And so, yeah. So by the time this guy is walking by your salad and croutons with his, um, you know, people. That's exactly what I was having. Yeah. Right. right. I, you had to have been because you were outside in New York in an explosion of people and weather. And I saw salad and croutons. <laughs> right. And I, I saw his his accoutrement. Um, and, and who wants that? That's why it's important for me, right, that there are people like us that are like, well, you know what? I'm going to stand up for what I think is 
whatever, right? My value system. And so this may be part of my value system that I love to see people be their best from the inside out. It is not about the clothes. It is about your confidence. It is about celebrating your authentic self. It is about being your best self in your home, in your wardrobe. I just believe it starts in your wardrobe, right? But in your wardrobe, in your home, in your successful mindset. And for me, that's what this is about. It's not about judging people or you can do what you want. If it don't work for me, that's fine. It don't work for me. You, you're not going to be in my circle anyway. So I, I'm okay with that. But uh, one do that I would definitely say is that if your closet is not summer ready, I would definitely say move out your winter clothes or whatever, your spring clothes, and just make your closet, fill it with summer clothes. Fill it with happy summer clothes because this past year was so much lost for so many people in so many different ways that we've got to, we have to take that good weather and just make the best of it. The same way the flowers bloom, there's a harvest here of whatever, then we've got to get back in the game. And I think filling your your closet, even if it's not the whole closet, but just some of it with happy summer staples that fit you good. You know, when I feel like when you go out and it's a gorgeous day, you should feel as gorgeous as that day is with what you're wearing. That's what summer means to me and my wardrobe. And so I'd say fill your closet with things that you love. And if you're like, well, I, you know, I really don't want to show my legs. You know what? Show some of your legs. But step out of your comfort zone and live a little. Like, let's get back to living. I agree. A lot of times when I'm dressing, whether I have somewhere to go or not, I mean, during the pandemic, I would just put clothes on and do photo shoots on my porch and go back in the house, you know, because it was entertaining for me. It was something I enjoyed doing. And a lot of times it might not be something that I would feel comfortable wearing out or not even I shouldn't say wearing out, having on for extended periods of time. You know, some outfits are just good for a picture. They're not good for you to be walking back and forth or... <laughs> this is a picture outfit. Let me put it on because I ain't got nowhere to go because we locked down. But what I have found now is that I'm playing more with colors, whereas I tend to like grays and blacks and earth tones. And right. so recently I really started playing with color blocking and I'm putting colors together that traditionally I would not put together. But when I do and I go out, the reaction of people, the comments I get, it's really just like a way to entertain myself. Is yes. not to just say, oh, I want everybody to look at me, but I know that someone else is thinking, I would not have thought to do that. And now I am inspired to try it in my own life. And so that's how I dress is not to say this is on trend, not to say, oh, this is the cutest, most expensive thing. It's to say, listen, I felt good in this and I wonder what you could feel good in. And, and it's really about, we all have more than enough clothes in our closet, but it might be that you never put that top with that bottom. That's another thing I'll do. It might not, your favorite top piece may not coordinate or go with your favorite bottom piece. But if you know you look good on the top in that shirt or blouse, and you know you look great in the bottom of those pants, wear them together. Everybody's thinking, who told her to put that together? I'm looking good on the top and the bottom. You complete the picture, okay? <laughs> I'm here for it. But like I said, a lot of times I just dress to entertain myself um, to think about, uh, you know, wow, I can't believe I'm wearing this. I'm so excited that I have it on. I wore a tutu, a high, low-rise tutu a couple of days uh -huh. ago. And the caption I put was just, wear the damn tutu. You know, I've had the tutu. Yes. I'm thinking, where do I have to go to wear a tutu? I don't have to have anywhere to go to wear the tutu. Put the tutu on. And I felt like a ballerina princess, ratchet queen 
screen the entire time. And that was the feeling I was going for. But I celebrate that. I celebrate that because you knew, you know who you are, you knew where you were going and you did it with all your confidence. And let me just say that I did see some color, a uh, uh, color blocking outfit on your Instagram and it made me happy. Oh, good. Um, I love to, you know, a silly thing that I have is I love to, when I see people's outfits, sometimes it just makes me happy. I want to like grab their hand like a little girl and skip down the street with them and just (laughs) look adorable. Oh my gosh, this makes me so happy. So yeah, I love happy. I felt happy. And it was like a, like a green and, and blue, royal blue. And I went to, I wore that outfit to perform at a private country club for a private organization. And I knew just by the fact that we were at this private country club and it was like a Sunday brunch, it was going to be a certain level of bouginess attached to it. Yes. And so I thought, let's just bust up in there and have all of these people say, who taught her to do that? And then also know that they will be driving away saying, I think I'm going to try that this week. And so that was the point of it. And I also love, right, that you mixed things in your closet that you normally won't mix. Yes, I encourage that. Do it. You, Some people, it's shocking to me when I go to some people's closets that they're like, oh, I only wear this top with this dress all the time. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You have to mix it around. You have to remix it, mix Mm -hmm. it up. You have to wear it with this. So then I'll show them like three ways or four ways to wear one piece of clothing because that I love doing. And they're like, I would have never thought of this. I would have never thought of that. And kudos to you, right? For being out there, inspiring people to do the same because we spend a lot of money on clothes. And even when we spend not so much money, it's still our hard earned money. And that's something we should be wearing um, enjoying to the fullest. There is a value in that. Not like, ah, oh, I didn't wear this. So I'll give it away. It's like, oh, hello, you worked for that. I mean, but with that comes this idea. I have this new understanding. And as I, like I said, as I evolve as a person, I love clothes. I really don't love shopping that much unless I have something to shop for because right. I always feel like I have too much of everything. So I don't necessarily feel good when I buy something, you know, but what I have done recently is like, especially before the world shut down, when I had formal events that I had to attend galas and, you know, fundraisers or uh, concerts, you know, you naturally want to get a new outfit. You naturally want to put together this look because there's going to be so many people there and, you know, right. you're going to pass people. So it's just this idea of, you know, oh, everybody's going to catch this outfit. And what I have learned uh, when I would go to like maybe the last two, three years of going to these events, I stopped buying new clothes because whatever I had on, someone was going to come up to me and say, oh my God, you look beautiful. And I thought I could have saved that money on that new outfit because it really is about who you are and what you radiate. It does not matter what you have on. People are still going to be drawn to you because of your smile. People are going to be drawn to you because of your confidence. People are going to be drawn to you because of your energy. So you can have on the most expensive, most high fashion outfit ever and look miserable, feel miserable, and no one is drawn to you. (laughs) That's who I became of, I will never buy another new outfit. I know I've been photographed in this before. I know people have seen pictures on, on my social media this before, and I'm still going to be just as beautiful as I was the last five times I wore it. And that's fine. But I also see myself transitioning into probably being one of those people that just wears the same thing every day. I feel that happening because yeah. I'm learning how much of your style, your essence, your je ne sais quoi is an inside job. And so why take the time to keep spending money and putting outfits together when it'll probably just be a black turtleneck and some jeans and that's going to be it for good. 
And I think that there's nothing wrong with that. And um, I think people would be surprised to know that I'm a little bit more like that. I have pieces that I really love and I wear them all the time. Um, so I am a repeat offender, but I always remix it in a different way. Always. Mm-hmm. And my mother will be like, I never saw that. I'm like, what do you mean? You never saw this. I've had this for two years. She'll always say, did you just buy that? Did you just buy? I'm like, how much money do you think I have? <laughs> you know? And I just, I love to, you know, since I dress other people, I don't, I, I'm not the person who like, I have to go to your house and heal so that I can impress you so that you see mm-hmm. that I'm going to put clothes that's not who I am. I know my own style. I own it. So whether you accept it or you don't, I'm good with it. I'm confident. So confident that you're paying me to teach you what I know. So for people who haven't, who anyone who's listening, who don't understand why a stylist is so necessary. A lot of people might think it's just out of their price point and not understanding that it's available to them. But even if you go to a department store, they have shoppers there. One of the advantages of having someone else pull looks for you and put things on your body you would never put on is because we will always buy what we buy. So that's why we never have anywhere, anything to wear because we keep buying the same thing and we think it's different but it's the same thing in dating you keep dating the same guy (laughs) the same result so I love when someone says hey can I pull some stuff for you because I know they're not going to pull what I would have pulled therefore I never would have been able to see that oh wow I really like this oh wow that actually works on me I would not have gone to that particular rack ever so there's huge advantages of of taking advantage of a stylist expertise or just a, a second set of eyeballs that consumes you differently than you consume yourself a lot of times. And that helps you not date your style. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of women husbands always say to me, oh my gosh, if I give her money, she's going to come home with the same dress. Can you help her? Right. She always comes back with the same thing. And then the wife gets upset because she's like, no, I. this is not the same thing. This is a different black dress. Right. To him, it's the same black dress because it's right. the same A-line cut, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the great thing about that too is that you won't date yourself. You will evolve in your style just as you should a person. I love that you said that. Um, you know, when I look at a person who dates their style, sometimes it makes me sad. And I mean, maybe like older people, because I've always said since I was a little girl, I was like, I will never be an old lady with old lady. Cl- I will never. I don't care. I will have the hottest sneaker. I will have. <laughs> I love that about New York. And that is that that's another do for me, like dress with style, no matter your age, dress with style, no matter your age. I just think it makes other people happy. There's so many benefits to it. I think it's beneficial for your health, for your mental health, for everything. But I say dress with style. Um, thank you for saying that about a stylist because you're absolutely right. Can we move to one of my biggest don'ts? Can we yes. talk about the snuffleupagus eyelashes? Because I can't. <laughs> Okay. Now, let me say, let me say, I'm a fan of an eyelash. I feel like I don't have lashes on right now because I have on glasses, but I, I do feel like the fact that people tend to, and I think it's not just lashes. I think between hair, weave, wigs, and the lashes, it's almost like there's this idea that the faker it looks the better. And I'm not sure where we made that turn because it used to be when people wore wigs, it was supposed to be the fantasy of hair. 
<laughs> it's just like I can see the I can see this is a wig. It's shifted. It's too low. And it's like, okay, am I supposed to think this is hair today, or is this just the hair hat that goes with the outfit? And I feel the same thing with the eyelashes. I wear natural lashes because I've never been good with mascara, so it helps to open my eyes. But if I can feel a breeze when you blink, that means it's too much lash. And they do look very much like Snuffleupagus and and almost like they're made out of black construction paper and just curled up with the scissors on the end. So I don't know if that's the trend is, hey, let's see how much fake hair we can put on our face and head. I don't know. So, and this is something I really want to address because it goes across the board. This is everybody's doing it. So it goes across the board, but you know, I embrace beauty enhancements, the eyebrows, the eyelashes. In fact, I'm happy that we're at a place in history where people care more about their homes and people care more about their appearance. So I'm glad that we're there. This is a great thing, but it was the whole purpose of the eyelashes is because everybody always wants men and women long, beautiful eyelashes. It's not so that you can look like Snuffleupagus and have like dust balls on your eyelashes. Yeah. And there's even a thing called like something mites, I guess the eyelashes, oh, yeah. whatever it is, right? So again, it's not a judgment. I'm just saying the purpose is to make it look natural. So then when it looks unnatural, even with what we're doing with the body, it kind of defeats the purpose because okay. sometimes I travel and I'm like, what? And I know you see it in Atlanta. I see it here in New York to the point that men are doing it. And I'm like, what in the, what is going on? I'm all for enhancements, but when you make the, when you take the enhancements so far, you're out here looking crazy again. But so that's, we just but that's what I'm saying. That's that, but that seems to be the trend. When people are getting plastic surgery, they are not getting plastic surgery to not look like they did not get plastic surgery. Remember back in the day, people would get a nip and tuck and then would deny it. And now it's almost like a status symbol to say, Oh, I went to Mexico and got a BBL or I would, you know, it's like a status symbol to say, oh, I'm going to get my lips done today and I'm going to get this big hot dog on the top of my face. And so <laughs> it seems like that's the trend is to look as unnatural as possible because people think, I don't know, that means you have money or that means you, I don't know what it means, but it's not cute at all. And I think, right, when we cross the line, it's almost like what you said with uh, you started, you know, color blocking, right? So let's say you start color blocking, it looks good. So now it inspires other people to do it. So I think this is where we went wrong, right? Um, other people got inspired to do things, but then it just somewhere, it's like the telephone game, right? By the time you start and then by the time you finish, it's like, that's not what I said. So it's, totally it's, it's exactly that, right? It's like by the time people interpret it, the real thing, it turned out to be this. Again, I'm, if that's what people want to do, as long as it really makes them happy, I am all for it. But I just think that we've gotten so far away from, I just, you know, when people used to get extensions, it was just to because you wanted long hair, right? And so I don't understand the snuffleupagus craze and I don't understand. I feel like when, you know, at least the eyelashes, you can take them off. Right. But right. when you get to be a certain age and your body looks crazy, and I know women who've done it and they've, you know, like I know women who are like, I just wanted a B cup or C cup and they look fabulous and you cannot 
tell that it's done. To me, that's when it looks the sexiest. But when you go all the way over there, it's like, I'm sorry, I'm very confused. I don't understand. Yeah, and people want to look unnatural. It's like, that's the thing is to look as unnatural as possible. And um, like a little horse is running, trotting behind them. And it, it doesn't look good. It looks like they have on a saggy diaper. And yet and still, you have people that will still go sign up and say, please do me next. Yeah. And it's just like, what, when did this become the hot thing? And, you know, again, it still kind of all goes back to uh, when we kind of changed, shifted yep. in society. Um, my, I have an older sister. She's valedictorian of high school, went to school on full scholarship. And I'm disappointed because I feel like I would have a better life if she could have just had a sex tape. Just like this other family, the whole family came up. Only one of them had to have a sex tape out. And so, um, but I'm an adult who's educated and still have that thought of how much further along I would be if my sister could just have a sex tape. Right. Okay. <laughs> society now we can't really look for it to go back to better we're going to just keep going <laughs> devolving into worse pretty much no, and the thing is that now men are getting in on it which i'm like no stop like please <laughs> men don't get in on this the black the painted on beard oh the painted on beard oh that's horrible horrible Horrible. Now, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not speaking specifically of black men. All men are doing this now. Yeah, the just five minutes just for men. I feel like men are honestly starting to understand that we like these silver foxes. We're, we're starting to see men kind of transitioning into the gray. But when you do see a man who has the, the black Sharpie lineup on the beard, um, you know, also all of that color transfer. And so whether they're sweating and you start seeing the black rolling down their neck or face, none of that is hot. And as a woman who wears makeup and fills in eyebrows and wears eyelashes, I have a problem with you painting your beard. I do. And it can be hypocritical of me, but it is a problem. Yeah. I mean, and but this is where it's going. And, right. and I don't even understand how a barber who has a reputation to keep, because this is how he gains his business, is saying, this is okay. I'm going to send you out there like this and, you know, tell them so-and-so sent you. Like, Well, guess what? Then somebody comes and sits in the chair and does it again. <laughs> That's what they And then family and friends are like, they're too scared to tell you. So they're like, you look so good, but but they're all talking about you behind your back. Like, what? Because who's going to tell him? Somebody has to say something, and that's why we're here, right? Because somebody has to say we're something. We're saying something. See something. So, yeah, <laughs> we love you. Just don't, listen. You can do the lineup. You can do, but then you got to put some gray in it. It's got to blend. Hear me. It's got to blend. It can't be this jet black, sharp thing, whether it's on dark skin or on light skin. If it doesn't look good, it doesn't look good. And if you're second guessing yourself as a man or a woman about anything, your eyelashes, your clothing, your beard, if you're second guessing it, it's for a reason. So if you're second guessing it, it usually means no. Stop. Yeah. If you have to keep looking at it, then that means just take it off. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I can just go on and on, Eunice. I love talking with you. I just feel yeah. like I can feel the kinship, the sister. Yes, um, yes. I can feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> so, this this um, is probably a better conversation uh, at one of those patio dining spots with some drinks. And so we can just do our what not to wear as people walk by. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I ain't never going to look away from a man's people's coming out of some shredded dreams while I'm eating a salad. I'm going to look. And I'm not going to be mad about it because I don't know when I'm going to get a chance again. So... <laughs> 
on the other side of the coin on that. I don't know how disgusted I would be. It I wasn't. It, it wasn't my thing. I'll just say that. And the guy was a really yeah. nice looking guy and everything, but it was just. It was the the fact of I need this much attention was too much. I'm like, why can't we just be who we are? It's okay to have any kind of enhancements. But the thing is, like, be the best version of yourself. What's wrong with just you? What's wrong with you? Yeah, doing that might have been his best version. I'm not judging you. So <laughs> she's talking about you. I wasn't there. I would have clapped as you walked by and said, <laughs> His peoples. He wants less. Thank you, sir. Let me get a picture. Listen, we have a lot of material up here. So when you decide to come up north, you holler at your girl. We will go and take a walk. And I tell you, you will have so much material. Uh, you can do a summer tour with the material. I'm certain of it. I am certain of it. It is great people watching in New York for sure. Absolutely. So thank you so much. I want to talk about some takeaways. We did say do wear proper undergarments. Do make room in your closet for happy clothing. Do step out of your comfort zone. Do dress with style no matter your age or your size. Don't wear clothes that don't fit. Don't forget your proper undergarments. Don't wear those stupid TikTok scrunch butt leggings they're corny don't dye your beard jet black men please and do tell your people about this podcast wardrobe boss podcast subscribe rate comment and eunice please tell people where they can find your comedy stylings um your podcast and every other fabulous thing about you including your fierce wallpaper at your house (laughs) i'm gonna make it simple my name is eunice elliott that is my name on all the social media and i have a website called eunicelliott.com so um, very easy to find it's not a lot of us eunices still in active duty so if you put in just eunice and it doesn't say obituary next to it it's probably me (laughs) that's how you can find me but i want to add one more to the do's and don'ts list please please saving outfits if you have breath today, put that hot outfit on. Even if it's just to go to the gas station, stop saving clothes. Just wear it. Thank you. Thank you. You heard it right here from Eunice Elliott. You can find her on Instagram. And um, I can't wait to hear your stand up. Oh, thank you. Well, I need to get to New York soon. Hopefully that'll be happening. Very Come on down. Let's get you some material for your summer tour. Okay. <laughs> I think we're good. We covered a lot. I'll be there. All right. Have a great day. It was so good chatting with you. Eliza, thank you so much. Wardrobe Boss is hosted and produced by Eliza Perilla. Edited by Ken Johnson. Associate producer, Lauren Turner. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the Wardrobe Boss podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Wardrobe Boss is a mean old line media production. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.